Michael, do you know what's going to happen this year? Yes, I do. I do. I know exactly what's going to happen this year, and this is what we're going to be talking about today. Don't we're welcome experts, to don't our you know. predictions episode for 2024. I'm Gemma. I am Michael. Don't know what day this is or whatever. It doesn't Michael's matter. Got rid of the. We're January. We need notes. no notes on the screen. We've yeah, got but our what own. What week is this? What episode is this? It's round about We don't do episode numbers for our bonus podcast. Bonus episode. What's going to happen? <laughs> Chaos. Chaos is going to happen on the street this year, and we're going to tell you all about it, so you can decide whether you want to watch or not. Because this is definitely going to happen, and uh, we're doing things a little bit differently this year. Usually, we kind of been. I'm not going to say we've been slacking off over the years, but we used to do the Conversation Street Awards and the Review of the Year and the predictions no, for the next year all well, in one episode. Hang on. You think that means we're slacking off? I think that means we're just expanding, like I keep telling you. Yeah, like yeah. You think that the, the universe is just a, a, a space to which to expand to, yeah. as though you have infinite amount of time, but you don't. So, well, No. But we're still doing things a bit differently this year. What we usually do for our predictions, don't know whether you've noticed this, listeners, is we just like do random stories that we kind of know aren't going to happen, but we just let our imaginations go crazy. Um, and we did things... Uh, I wasn't as inspired this year to do that. No, I feel like I've been beaten into submission. <laughs> well, there's also so many pictures that we've already put out there and and very don't few of them have come him. true. So I've got, we've got a bit of a backlog of story ideas. So what we're going to do this year... We are doing our pictures, prayers and predictions. Three Ps tonight, Gemma. No, we're doing... Aren't we doing prayers, predictions and pictures? I don't know, but I, I thought we were going to do... Which one do you want to do? do you want to I do... thought we were doing prayers. You told me prayers, did I? predictions. I did oh. in this order. Oh, it doesn't matter. We can do it in that order if you want. Basically... Our prayers are what we really, really want to happen in Coronation Street this year and things like, oh, we think it'd be quite good if this happened yeah. or we got our fingers crossed for this. And they're not going to be like long-winded things, just a few little bullet points that we can discuss and uh, we'll come back in a year's time and see whether we're right with that. Then we've got our predictions and rather than being big old long-winded things, we're at our pitches later. Again, our predictions are just going to be little... I think Educated this guesses thin, yeah. based on what is going on at the moment. Mm-hmm. Where do you think the story is going to go? Yeah, because then we're more likely to be right because yeah. they're just little, they're then short. we can score some goals. Yeah, and we'll do our pictures at the end. We just got a couple this year and then we'll come back and find out just how right we were with our predictions for 2023. Uh, I'm going to give you a clue ever so slightly. Great. <laughs> Maybe not our rightest of years, but this year I've got a feeling in my bones that all of our predictions here are definitely going to happen. Predictions but or prayers? We want or... to. Well, I, I don't know. I, I hope that my, our prayers are going to happen. Well, say, so you want to do the prayers first? Yeah. Do you? Let, well, I'll let you go first then, as you're deciding the running of this. What well, you, give me some prayers for 2023 in Corrie. What do you I think want to see? A lot of people, not including me. Yes. Well, including me, but not just including <laughs> me. Yes. The prayer is that we get a new producer. Because Ian McLeod is now the executive producer, so we can all lay off ragging on him the whole time. Because really, we should get a producer, a new producer. Who will it be? Don't do not know. Haven't advertised for it. Hopefully, it is a new person that we do not know, or somebody being promoted from inside Corey who's got some fresh ideas for a new direction to maybe take the show into. I hope the future. I really, really hope we. I, it doesn't feel like Ian McLeod. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's a magician or some sort. But I wouldn't say he's got the capacity to do the same job in Coronation Street and Emmerdale without somebody else coming on board and giving him a bit of a helping I, hand. I think. 
I think that would be ridiculous, mm. honestly, if they don't replace the producer. Because traditionally, Coronation Street had an executive producer and a producer, and now Ian McLeod has had to do both. Yeah. So, you know, fair play to him. He's done a, he's done a good job of covering both bases, but maybe being executive producer lifts him away from the nitty gritty and maybe somebody else could come in and say, hey, why don't we try doing this or that? Well, well, well I'm going to say that my prayer is that whoever comes in as producer is somebody that's got some fresh new ideas, isn't just, well, of course it's going to be this person that goes there. I'd like there to be a bit of a, you know, a bit of a battle, a bit of a, he's got the best ideas, you get the job, you know, rather than just... Yeah, I, I, we wrote this job Anyone want to do this you? one? Yeah. So that's Unless a, it's me. I think that's a fair prayer. I will take a hundred grand plus for mm-hmm. that job. 100, Next. 101 is fine. Well, we'll wait until we get to your pictures. And we'll, is that good? That's going to be a job interview, isn't it? Yeah. What's right. next? What else do you want to happen? Am I doing this all? Yeah, I thought you said you wanted to do them all. Okay, all right, right. Press. Okay, I would like, and this, I, I wrote this before, um, I wrote this quite a long time ago, actually, because I've been thinking of this for a while, because I knew we'd have to do this. Now I may be regretting it. <laughs> but okay. I would like a special guest actor star who maybe isn't somebody that was on Britain's Got Talent before. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we want somebody to be in the cast who is known. Yeah, like, I like it when somebody who's a, fa- a famous actor comes along and says, hey, yeah, I know I've, I'm more famous for X, Y and Z, but I'm <clears> going <throat> to lend my talents to Coronation Street. Give it a bit of a, a boost. Because I quite, you know, we didn't watch Benidorm, but when Ian Morsley came, I think he's Tony done a really... Morsley. Tony Morsley came, he's done a really good job. Yeah. I think that... Maureen Lippmann. Maureen Lippmann. I think, you know, bit of a risk, but hey, we'll go there <laughs> Oh <it>. my God. <laughs> We've got Bobby. Mm-hmm. Um, Jury's still out. not gone down incredibly well, but I, I'm going to, I'm rooting for him. I really am. Um, and... What, one of my prayers is that, and we've said this before, that, that he's good. My yeah, prayer written, is that we actually written, genuinely like Bobby. Calm Bobby <laughs> really, down really is what I've written. I hope he's prayers. calmed down and I hope we like him because it's going to be very difficult if if he's because I think he's gonna he's been brought in he's to do be a lots major of stuff. Of this year. And 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 it's the the year's it not to... you know going to go down well with us if there's mm. a character that we find quite irritating stealing the limelight all the time. New a new idea? Uh, no, have you got anybody? You know, no. with your with your celebrity casting, are you thinking of like like a one off, a, a Peter Kay, like a, or have we got something like a gonna... Ian McKellen kind of like limited story idea, maybe a month, okay. month worth of episodes where they come in and lend their. Yeah, so get get Judy on there, Judy Dent. Judy Dent should said. be fine. Craig, she'd do, wouldn't she? David Daniels, any Craig will do. <laughs> I don't really mind. <laughs> don't, don't know they're a fancy Craig David um, coming who, on. Who as else? Well. What about um, maybe Kylie Minogue? She's been in states before. True. Um, I don't know. I enough. mean, we've had we've had King Charles before. Why not Prince William? Maybe mm-hmm. Kate. Um, a royal doesn't necessarily have to be a royal. Maybe <laughs> it would be if you were in charge. <laughs> maybe we could get like I don't know. Tom Cruise really likes mm-hmm. British things. Uh, I think he's more of a BBC kind of a guy, but we could, you know, okay, I think I think, got more money. I think your prayers are getting away with themselves okay, right. at the moment. I um, think they're wafting off into the ether. Mystery story. I want a mystery. I want something to go, oh, what what will happen there? Oh, there's, here's a plot and what will be the end result? You know? I like that. I like, I, I like, we like a good mystery and it, 
it, it, it's such a dangerous one, isn't it? Because if people guess too soon yeah. what the outcome is, then you've got however long left to say, I know what's going to happen, I know what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, but- like Lauren, for example, what's the mystery? Is she a sex worker or not? I mean, yes or no? It's not really a mystery, is it? It's one or the other. It's a bit binary. For well, example, who pushed Cam down the stairs? That could have been anybody. That was a good mystery. That was great. And it and didn't it, involve a murder. It wasn't a murder, even though we did kill it, call it Who Killed Ken. Yeah, we did. Because <laughs> we kept forgetting that he was still alive. <laughs> and yeah. so did he. Uh, a who a done it is, is a nice idea. Who done it without necessarily it being a murder. And um, then he's, yeah, a fresh idea. Because we've already just had a serial killer, so I think Corey is put itself into a box with, you know, how long do we have to wait now before we can mm. have another murderer or, or killer on the street? Um, I, I like mystery. I like hype. I like, oh, who's, you know. It just needs to think? be something that gets us talking and speculating, or not just us, everybody. Yeah. I, I don't know how long we were going to get into this podcast without mentioning EastEnders and the Six, but that was a who's going to do it. Wasn't it rather than a who's done it, and that was a really clever take on the usual murder mystery. So, and I think I I guess one of my prayers is that Coronation Street has taken note of what has worked really well for EastEnders in the past year, tries to replicate it in some way, but without just being you know copycat. I want a fresh take. I don't watch EastEnders. We watched a couple of episodes at Christmas because of all the hype, but I'm getting the impression that perhaps the the wheels have come off the six somewhat. And oh, what, since Christmas? people aren't enjoying where where the story's going and they're getting a bit frustrated and they find it a bit a bit silly. Which is well I <laughs> am, am I wrong? If you if you're a if you're an EastEnders fan, let me know. I mean it's easy to pick up on negative um feedback on, on, on social media and, and get an impression of something that might not be correct. So if you're um EastEnders watchers watcher, let me know how how do you think the aftermath is going? Because the thing about this storyline was that it really felt like it was leading like the whole year leading up to Christmas was a massive hype and where where are all these stories going with these women and what they're going to do and who who are they going to kill and then it got to Christmas and then oh there's another whole year perhaps of story for the aftermath and I don't know if everyone was prepared for that and I don't know if people are liking where they're going with it but there's I'm no totally, denying that the I'd hype be, got people talking. I mean, it got it got good ratings. So let me know. What do you think? Where's it going? Is it is it good? So that's that's another thing I want. I want it. I'd, I'd like it to just feel fresh in general. Really, not not feel like oh, I can see what's coming. Oh, here comes another blank. You know, here comes well, another affair. Here okay. comes another illness. Here comes it's another hard to get out of a rut of factory disaster. You know, unless they introduce aliens, which is not a prayer, but maybe a pitch. <laughs> um, I don't know how they can really get out of that rut. New new idea. Yeah, prayer. yeah, go for it. Cast Cull mm-hmm. in a stunt. I want them to get rid of about, I'm going to say conservatively 20%. Wow. But if you can do 33%, <laughs> go for it, I'm going to say. Any uh, any particular names you'd like to put out there? I into certainly the, into would your prayers? not be ha- happy to tell you my specific. Oh, boo. But I do, I do certainly have maybe better three just, names. You just don't want to say it because then it won't come true. No, it? I don't. Yeah, um, it's, I, I, I am quite superstitious about wishes. I think you shouldn't tell people what you wish for when you blow your birthday wouldn't, candles out. Wouldn't so wish redundancy on any of Corey's fine actors. I've got some favourites. I've got some people I'm not too keen on. Even the ones I'm not keen on, and I want to stress this very clearly, I think almost 
every person on Corrie, all the characters and actors, I think there's a place for them, but not together. I think there are too many people on the cast. I think you could almost, I know people won't agree with this, but you could almost take any any selection and get rid of them and focus on the leftovers and they'd be great. Honestly, I really do believe that. Yeah. I think that there are, even the characters people don't like, if we so got to know turnarounds. them more. like for example paul and and ryan beginning of last year who who, who cared about them I i'm gonna say, say some people definitely did i know but but it wasn't i didn't feel like i was i was a bad person or like um ignoring their talents i thought that coronation street was but the focus that's been that's been directed on them has proven their worth and most of the characters on the show I think, you know, there have been a few high-profile recent additions, but most of them have been around at least five years. Mm. You know, a lot of the turnover is new characters coming in and going back out again. So, yeah, I, I genuinely do think that... Just, I don't really care who you get rid of. I mean, I've got my ideas. I'm sure you've got your ideas, but we cannot have this many characters and do all of them justice. So I want justice for the cast, and I want maybe to kill off... I think one. unfortunately though that prayer as as much as so many people I think would agree with that I think we would also agree that it's a very unlikely prayer to it's happen far-fetched. even if you wish with a you know shut your eyes tight and cherry on top kind of yeah, prayer. But these but okay my idea of what a prayer is is I I genuinely think this needs to happen. My p- predictions are things which probably will happen, which I don't necessarily want to happen. And my pictures are like, okay, I would love to win the lottery, and I'd also like, yeah, you know, for the for the prayers. I, I just think that one. I'm trying to be realistic, and I I do think you could get rid of a bunch of characters in a cull. I I don't think that's far fetched. I think that would. Or maybe that ties in with the prayer of new producer then. Okay. All right. What next? Yeah, Focus yeah, yeah. on core characters, which goes in with that one. Core characters. So who are we talking about here? Long well, timers. Who do you think is a, you know who do you think is a core character? It's it's, it's um nebulous. Well, get it, some it, core characters. I want you to sit down. If you if you're if you're my Corey producer, if you're my new person, and I'm I'm interviewing you. Do you want to be? Do you want to get this job? Who's your core characters? You tell me. You convince me. Who's your Who's your like? I don't know. Thirty. Who's your thirty? Who's your main people? Who do you care about? Who do you want me to care about? Who's going to be driving the story? Those are going to be your core characters and there's going to be another 30 maybe additional characters supporting them and then the rest of them are dead. Okay. okay. Yeah, I mean, they, they often do have a group of core characters that changes each year. The problem with having core characters, though, is that you then end up in a situation where there is a where there is lots that we don't get to hear from. So I suppose for that to happen, we do need to have a, a cast reduction. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So more community and more crossover stories and uh more I want I want them to focus on some I, I want them to focus on making populating the the show. Um so so your your main 30, yeah, but you you've got your extra background people. Mm. Yeah? I mean, I don't know with the, with the why with the making the, like that. No, I'm not. No, with with the community, I was no, I was thinking that kind of ties into my one of my prayers, in that people we have more examples of characters interacting with people who they wouldn't normally. Yeah, why isn't Toya having a breakfast in in the the cafe? Why with isn't, everybody else? Why isn't Leanne? Why have we never seen Leanne and Nick in the beat in um 
In the Rovers? In the Rovers or, yeah, we, when was the last time you saw them in the Rovers? When was the last time you saw them in Speed Doll? Well, they're very busy they with their like, late licensing, you know. Have the, have the actors been murdered and their ghosts can only haunt one set and that's why we're capturing them on videotape and it's going to turn out to be like a massive scandal when it, when it turns out there is actually life after death but only if your contract's been renewed. It really does feel like lots of characters stay in the same two or they're three sets. It is literally like it. they're haunting the set that they are stuck in. Roy, he's mm. haunting the cafe. Uh, you can Jenny tell... and Daisy are haunting the Rovers. And you can Audrey's tell that's true because when they have when they have things <laughs> like <laughs> when they have things like Kevin and Abby going up to Billy and Paul's flat last week, it's like, like, like hang is this on. the first time you've ever been in here. Yeah. I'd love that to be a little bit more of a regular occurrence. But if they can't do that with all the other sets, then I'm gonna say get people in the Rovers more. Still, I mean that's gotta be a prayer for everyone, hasn't it? The Rovers is open. Let's see them prove why it was worth having the whole hullabaloo with them closing it after, in the end. If Jenny and Daisy yeah. are going to come up with these ideas, I really, really hope that we're going to see an increase in people in there. They have their stories during the main bit of the episode, and then towards the end of the episode when it's night time, all go into the Rovers and cross over. I know, I know that that's not really what pubs are like these days. And I don't, well, I mean, I don't go into pubs ever, but I've, I've heard that that's not what happens. But I, it doesn't matter. I, get everybody in there. Get them crossing over a little bit more somehow. I I don't know enough about you know, how many episodes people are contracted to do and can you get here? Can you get everyone together? But it it must be possible. Okay, to do it I'm going to just say Shona, twenty twenty two Shona was the highest ranked character for appearances. What was her story? Don't know. Does that so that proves to me that that you can be in every episode. <laughs> And not have a story. Yeah. And, I mean, this is not... These are prayers. These aren't me practically writing down what exactly I'm going to do as producer because nobody's hired me and told you. Have you, got any, have you got any prayers like, linked to specific story? Like, I hope that this story nope. turns out in this... Oh, I've got a few like that. Though. Well, let me tell you my one of my penultimate ones. Okay. My penultimate one. Show, don't tell. Right. Don't tell me Steve and Tracy's marriage is on the rocks in two scenes, mm. show me over the course of however many months you've decided that's going to be a story. We had a throwaway line from Steve on the fishing s- saying trip. something about, yeah, oh yeah, I'm not doing too well with Tracy. Then we had a blow up at Christmas where they told each other they weren't happy with each other. And even since then, and that was, that was what, three weeks ago now? There's been nothing. Yep. Um, another bizarre. example, perhaps recently, very a very good example was... Um, Gav, Lauren, Max, and Sabrina. Sabrina, yeah. and then Lauren goes, and everyone's like, "Oh, Gav, you fancy Lauren? Oh, you fancy Lauren? Did he?" Yeah, you just oh, I see what you me mean. Yeah, he did because I'd, I mean, okay, but show me, you know, show me, show me in in another episode that that's that's true. Like Nina and Asher. <sighs> I mean, we've had loads of them telling us that they're not getting on with each other, but did we see Nina with her friends? No, I guess she was lying. I don't know. I, I just feel like there's a lot of show, a lot of telling us and not showing us. Mm. When we've got three hours a week, there is a lot of opportunity for us to have seen these things happen without being just... Yeah. And honestly, the Tracy and Steve is the most awful example of that because these are two major characters that they are... 
they've been in the show for, for decades, both of them. They're legacy characters. I mean, Tracy is the daughter of Ken and Deirdre. I know she's not related to, to Ken, but, you know, she's been in the show since she was born. Mm. I don't want a, a story where her marriage is on the rocks because we found out in a scene where somebody said... I'm not getting on with Tracy anymore. Well, I mean, it feels like what with that Tommy Orpington um, return at, on Christmas Day, which has been, you know, everything's been very quiet about that since then, that they're, they're going down the route for there's a Tracy story. We're going to see the the outcome of, the, uh, of her falling out with Steve. There's going to be some kind of um, meeting of uh, minds or other body parts with Tracy and Tommy. Um, but yeah, you're, you're right. Just the fact that it was teased. I, I guess they're kind of doing it to say, oh, what's going on here? Find out more next year. But it's, it's like they're acknowledging that they don't have time to show you everybody's story. But that to me is not good enough mm. because I don't need asking about with, with silliness. Like, do we really need two scenes of Maury Littman telling us she's poppy woman when we could have had Tracy and Steve bickering? Mm-hmm. Right. My final one is more Toya. And no more <laughs> I thought you'd have something like that in there. No more need be said. I hope so. It has been a very, very quiet year. And this, she's she's just wasted in the beast show, isn't she? Well, she's not wasted anywhere because I love her so much. But no. I've got I've got some other characters that I'd like to see more. I've obviously got Toya on my list as well. I really think that 2023 needs to be the year. 2024. 2024, sorry, needs to be the year that we see more of Abby because she is, you know, Sally Carmen, easily one of the best actresses on the show. The character is she's fantastic for me. She she seems to work with everybody. I've said numerous times before that put Abby in a scene with pretty much anybody and that will raise the scene higher than it would have been without. So I hope to see a bit more of her. Um and Shona as well. I I feel that Julia Goulding. I know that she was the, the highest, the character with the most number of appearances in twenty twenty two. But last year and and that year, it just feels like she all all she's there for is to butter her rolls in the in the cafe and then make a few funny jokes with David about Max, which is I was, which I love. I I love that kind of. But why doesn't somebody with the caliber, the you know, the acting chops of Julia Goulding? get the big story. I she really hope is, that this year could be it. I know that she's she's got a young baby, so maybe that's a consideration. But um, she's young, she's beautiful, she's funny, she's talented, she's vivacious, she can she I, we've seen her we've seen her acting in, in real life. We've seen how well she can um, take take the script and she can also improvise. She mm. she's great with her funny little looks and her her um, glances and the things that she adds to the script that aren't necessarily written down. Same as Maureen Lippman, honestly. And um, I don't think that's a t- a too big of a, a compliment to give her because I genuinely do think that she's got that, you know, that, that spark. Yeah, she, so she, more, she really, more, really more, has. More. Okay, um, I'd also, on, the, on the, the, the subject of who I'd like to see more of, I'm going to just say family-wise... Platts, come on, come on! I did. What, what's going on with the Platts? They're, they're they're not the main linchpin of the show that they're used to, and there's so many great characters there. I mean, it feels like we're going coming into a new little Sarah era, but David has still been so underused, and I think that family is the best on the street. I, I want to see a big proper Platt story. And I want. But, I don't like saying this, but honestly, if you're going to say Platt story, I don't need it to be Sarah because there are so many other Platts that are. Mm. 
just as interesting. Yeah. And um, Sarah's had a big, I think Sarah's had a, quite a big focus. She has. She, she's, she's been at a fair bit. She's had, you know, she had this this year. She had the, the Damon affair last year as well. Before that, there was the stuff with Adam Hurt and Lydia. She's had um, a chance. But the, the Platts, as a family unit, we've just had a few weeks of, oh, no, Audrey's getting a bit um, funny or, or, or stealing Stephen's money. But it doesn't feel like they're together as much. I want to see more Metcalfs as well. I think that the Sallyans... Uh, Tim relationship and so everybody loves those as, no, those two as a couple as a say, couple I'm going to say no for me what no I don't care they're I'm the, quite glad that they they're some them. of the best for just gen- general normal family scenes just yeah. eating dinner and having funny conversations together yeah. we don't have to worry about <laughs> Faye walking in now or okay, Elaine yeah, touch wood true. touch wood I, it, <laughs> Sally and Tim I think I'd really really love to see more of them this year Sally um, Sally Dinover is, okay, what legacy character and it feels like she's just gone to the wayside this past year. So let's have more of her. A um, bit more Sam and Hope as well. I know there's only so much that we can do with them, what with them um, being in school, uh, Jude and Bella. But uh, I've loved everything that we've seen about those two as a couple in the past 12 months. And I hope that we can see a bit more. Um, I'm going to say I'd like to see, and I haven't got any kind of pictures or anything for this yet. I want there to be a, a happy death for Paul, if there can be such a thing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want him to I don't want it to be and everyone's really sad and crying and it's just kind of miserable and bleak because that doesn't tie in with what the story's been so far yeah, so whether it's true. him being very heroic and you know dying saving someone's life like we've talked about before or whether he's just you know at peace and everybody is around his bed and, and he's like here I go here I go or or something you know spiritual I, I don't know I, I, I hope that they don't stumble at the end, um, if they go down the assisted dying route, especially if it's Haley, like Haley didn't have a happy death, did she? It was very no. kind of, it was very harrowing and like, oh, I don't, I, I feel kind of squirmy watching this. Um, but I'd like it to be a bit more peaceful and as yeah, as much as you can, joyous uh, when when Paul finally you know, has to has to say goodbye. Um, I'm hoping, I really hope that Cassie stays this year. And I I don't know whether she will. Claire Sweeney getting her. I mean, there's a celebrity casting for you. She's she was well known before this. Yeah. Um, I I don't, I've got no idea whether she's you know in it for the long term or whether it was literally supposed to be you know a twelve month gig. But um, I I hope that she stays. I hope that she's nice. I'd like her to. If anyone, I don't I don't care about Lauren but us, us having to forgive her and realize what a lovely sort she is all along. I, I got Cassie for that, and I think that the, the Dobbs family unit, I suppose, in many years, the Dobbs were a quiet family um, while a the Platts took family, over. Right, a quiet yeah. family. We didn't yeah. see a whole lot of, of them, but now we've got Evelyn. Hopefully well, we'll we- have Fizz um, okay. as well before long, and I'd like Cassie to be a part of that and not just have the permanent, oh, I think I'm just going to relapse, because characters with addictions, although they do relapse, that the temp always going back to temptation can get a bit stale for me. One of Ian McLeod's secret moves has been to expand the Dobbs stapes without really making a fanfare about it because we've gone from a core group of I'm gonna say three characters because Hope Ruby really was a you know, not yeah. a big character. So it was just Fizz and Tyrone and, and Hope. And now we've gone to we've got four generations. Ruby's been recast You've got Cassie and you've got um, 
Evelyn. So really expanding that family. What for? Okay, so let's let's make a big deal about this family. Um, oh, let's let's get someone in. Let's get let's get Terry back. Let's get Tommy back. Recast Tommy. Tommy Duckworth. Tommy Duckworth, who is the, you know, he's not part of their family, but he is the the heir of the of the Duckworths. Tyrone. <laughs> the heir is like, of the cladding. Uh, Ty- Tyrone's the you know the spiritual son, but he's the biological son. Is there a claim there? Could they they could write in so easily some kind of oh I found a bit of paper behind the bar yeah. like they love to do. Yeah. Um, get Tommy back. Um, it's a shame that the actor left. And how? For whatever reason. <laughs> um, there are and and Terry also what a terror he is. Could he could he be like the the devil on Cassie's shoulder? Um, there there's the scope. And I, th- there, I think there is that. It, it's been it's, 10 years or so since Terry and, Duckworth yeah, has I been know. on the show. Tyrone's, and Nigel Pravara is still going. Tyrone's not biologically related to the Duckworths, but they live in that house. He was their foster child for all intents and purposes. And um, the idea that they live on spiritually in that family. Let's go. Let's go with that. Especially, you know, as, as Hope is getting older, as she can, you know, they keep on trying to give her more things to do. We've got the recast Ruby as well. It does feel to me like that family is still prime. Jenny McAlpine's going to be back um, on our screens before long. Um, who, so Who knows also whether Ruby's got a secret half brother or sister. Mm. Who knows if, if Hope does. There are There's opportunities to expand that family. If you're going to just say... Oh, Tyrone's mum's not really his mum. It's a different person who's and the other one's dead. Then anything could happen. <laughs> okay. Um, on the subject of Evelyn, I really would love to see. I, I hope to see an interior for the charity shop this year. <laughs> oh yeah, good one. The the precinct has had a fairly good start in 2023, and you you don't want to blow your whole load at once. And they've actually oh they've 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 got a load of good shop fronts there. We've started to see more of the flats. The flats have got interiors, but none of the shops do. No, exactly. And I think we've heard a lot. We know that Evelyn works at the charity shop. I'd like to see inside of it because sometimes it can get a bit silly. The same as like they've got with, in fact, there's a few sets that we haven't seen for so long. I'd love to be able to bring out of retirement again. The un- the Undertaker's um, place, which is only a few years old. We've not, I don't think we saw inside of that all of last year. Brian and Kathy's, or not Kathy anymore, Brian's flat. I think it's been what, 11, 12 years since we've seen inside that. Um, I, I It's always nice to have at least one new or revisited set a year. Last year, we obviously had Peter and Carla's new flat, got his grand mm. unveiling, and then we certainly saw a lot of that. So as we start stand at the, the beginning of a new year, I am kind of put in mind, ooh, wh- where are we going to see new this year? I also want to say that the upstairs of the, of the police station is where they film Chariot Square Hotel. Yeah. And... There has been so many Chariot Square Hotel scenes that it's a joke now to us, but they're all up the end where the bar is. And there's a lot more to that set. We've both been there. It goes a lot further backwards Mm. than it's like at least twice that size. Why don't you just cut that off and put something else there? Maybe they've done that. I don't know. But um, I just I just want something else. Get rid of Chariot Square Hotel. Put something else I mean, in there. That, I, I would kind of almost say that that is a prayer. Some of the sets that we see too much, that we don't need to see, let's just reduce it. Chariot Square, the hospital. Um, yeah. 
even even the cafe I'm kind of a bit sick of. What, Roy's Roy's? Flat on, yeah, Roy's. Roy's flat, on the other hand, we've not seen in Donkey's years. And that's another, well, maybe a donkey's year. Um, but that's another one that <laughs> we, we talk about what's going on. Evelyn's moving in. Evelyn spent last year living in Roy's flat, well, some of it. We didn't see a single scene of them in there. How nice would it have been to have seen all of her knickknacks competing with Roy's, you know, what's he done with Haley's things? Mm. How she commandeered the kitchen as she booted out some of his Tupperware. There are so many little things that the that I know the set designers do and the props department are really good at, you know, giving us information. I think that sometimes people don't register they've even noticed. But how much fun would it have been to have seen yeah, the, those, the those domestic the domestic bliss. <laughs> well, just those little those little symbols and yeah, and ideas. Yeah, okay. Um, going back to things I'd like to see less of, I'm gonna say I kind of hope that Dee Dee splits from Joel soon and he <gasps> just disappears off again because he's been in the show long enough. He's not grabbed me. Michael, There's, they've clearly brought him in for a reason, but I'm really not convinced that it's gonna be Red a good sauce. one. So I hope that she's split up with him by the end of the year. I hope, and, and this year, okay. When I wrote this, <laughs> I didn't realize that they were about to enter into a new era of a big-ish possible story. But I hope that we don't have too big a focus on the Winter Browns. Obviously, this week is a bit a bit Gemma and chesney with Liz, with Linda back on the scene. But um, when we had a couple of years ago, the big um, story with Joseph and Linda coming in, Joseph going off missing, everyone was so fed up with that family. And, and I've got a lot of time for Gemma, I really have. There's, even the, you know, the quads are quite fun to see. But um, that story, you know, got to, what, February, maybe, and then it was done for the year. And I, and I hope that that's going to be the case as well. I hope that what we're getting with Winter Browns at the moment is, you know, their big, big shot for the year. And then they just graciously pass it on to someone else. Similar, bit less at number six, please. Yasmin, Stu, Eliza. It's been a bit, it's just been bubbling away for quite a lot of 2023, hasn't it, that story? And... I don't think anyone's really interested in it. Yeah, I hope that they listen to feedback and, you know, they probably shouldn't listen to feedback. They need to go with their own creative vision. But I would hope that they say, they they, they realise this this isn't gripping TV. But it's What's not, going on there? Yeah, but it's not those characters. It's the story. Because I think, you know, he's he's become a bit of a... a what's the word? A kick-in cushion uh... I think Stu could be so much more interesting than he is but you know he's got like an intriguing backstory of this mysterious murdering like family and we 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 still don't think that we found out the the true story behind what happened with with Lucy and Bridget yeah and Bridget and and and, um the Coronation Street is quite happy that they've closed the case on that one um so so they've taken a really intriguing like he was homeless he had mysterious cough he's good at he was a musician he he's yeah. a he's a creative soul. i did like him a lot more at the start he's he's charming he's he's heroic and they've turned him into what a naggy boring granddad mm. who's obsessed with trying to keep his you know. They've kind of made him uh, trying to be a cool granddad, but not being a not actually being one. He, yeah. he he was a bit of a loser when Yasmin and Roy were doing the quiz together, and he felt I don't know anything. Yeah, what happened with that? 
that? Oh, I'm not good enough to be with Yasmin. Mm. Okay, well, are you or not? Make your mind up. Yeah. Um, okay, I'd also... I'm hoping that Damon's return is only temporary as well because I can't be doing with him for another 12 months. <laughs> um, if Brian and Mary finally get together, because they, they dallied around that last year, didn't they? I was sure that we'd have Brian and Mary as a proper bona fide couple by this year, but we haven't. But if they do this year, I'm going to say I hope that it's sweet rather than silly because I I just don't know whether I can whether I can stomach a, a silly over-the-top romance uh, story for those. Uh, uh, Corey can be so good at making romances lovely and making you really root for a couple. Can I, yeah, can I say something there about that? Because with with Roy and Hayley, they were both atypical, right? They were, they were offbeat. They were unusual people. No one's ever said that, that Roy is on the spectrum, but everybody thinks that he is. With with Mary and Brian, I feel like you could say the same thing. There might be a diagnosis <laughs> that you could give them that would be a stigma. I've got um, a few diagnoses for Mary, I tell but, you. But, but, but with Roy and Hayley, they were never the butt of the... Well, they, you know, Hayley was brought in as that. And both of those characters they have quickly been evolved mis- on misunderstood. That. And the, the humour has arisen from their misunderstandings. But I never felt like Coronation Street once they were established, asked us to laugh at them. Whereas Brian and Mary, I feel a bit like we're going, oh, look at these idiots, look at this, you know, she's, mm. she, they're both socially inept, they don't understand the rules of society. thing is, it has worked in the past with like De- Derek and Mavis, hasn't it? We were meant to laugh at those. I know, but we're we not did. in that time period now, are we? We're in a world where we are trying to be more understanding of one another and I think Coronation Street works better when the misfits are the heroes, not the, the butt of the joke. There have been loads of times when Corey's done it the other way around, and those are some of its lowest points, in my opinion. So let's make Brian and Mary the heroes of their own story. Let's want for them to get together. Let's see let's how they really feel about each other. Human moments. Let's let's say yeah, yeah, they, they're right. weird. They're weird and, and everyone's weird in their own way. If you took anyone, almost everyone in this country, there's somebody who thinks you're weird because you you're not the same as they are. Is that a fun and good story to take away from watching TV? No. Is it better to watch people and say everyone has value and everyone is is a human and everyone deserves love and affection and to be regarded for their humanity. Mm. That's a much better message. And mm. I think that, that Corrie's been a bit guilty of dismissing some of the more eccentric characters as kind of... Even Kirk is the same. Yeah. He's just a, it's just a punchline. He's not, the, he's not in on the joke or he's not... He's, his humanity has been taken away from him. Yeah, I agree. A uh, couple, a couple of speed ones for you. So, one, <laughs> yeah. I would like to see somebody else move into Elaine's apartment because I actually really like that set. Red I don't know who. One. I don't care. The Red Bank apartment, exactly. That she said yeah, to Steve. Very lovely set. Nice yep. spiral staircase. Maybe Let's see a little bit more Dave's of that. Could be, yeah, maybe get Christina back for it. I would adore Evelyn to have a friend. I so want there to be a new snug trio, especially now in the <gasps> Rovers. They've got those lovely Love soft it. furnishings there. They haven't, uh, even with Blanche, she didn't have anyone. We brought June Whitfield in after after Blanche died. I would 
I so, so, so want Evelyn Imagine to have a friend or Evelyn two. Evelyn and Claudia. Yeah. Well, and we, Audrey. We, we just saw a bit Those of Evelyn. Those three would be fantastic. Cause they're yeah. all, and they all hate each other, but they're all forced into friendship. That was what was good about Ina, Minnie and Martha, because they weren't really natural friends. They, they, they were chalk and cheese. They... You know, if you didn't watch the old classic episodes, um, they Mina um, Mina Minnie and and Martha were both terrified of Ina. Mm. Ina didn't really like anybody. No. Minnie was just a ditzy idiot. But they had each Martha, other's backs, didn't they? Martha the thought thing. she was cleverer than both of them, and the three of them somehow managed to yeah have each other's backs. They they didn't have anyone else in the world but each other, and they tolerated each other as kind of like a found family in in. In your in your twilight years, mm. we we've seen an awful lot of Evelyn this past year, um, and and I think you know there's no reason to think that she's going to be slowing down anytime soon. But I I, I would that, I, that's probably one of my biggest ones. There, G- give us some friends, make make let's recreate that snug trio. It's been <sighs> sixty years. It's been sixty years. We're not going to say oh that's been done before. Well, hang we on, yeah. It. I just want to say how many times have you heard oh it's the new Jack and Vera or oh, blah blah blah. They they try to recreate. Um, some you know even when uh, Daniel and, and Adam at the very beginning it's like oh it's a new Mike and Ken mm. there are loads of times when they've gone oh look it's the new so and so but nobody's really gotten it's the new struck but because people don't really know what that is yeah, now yeah. but that's no reason to not try to recreate it because I genuinely think you're right that would be great I'd, I'd love it okay I'd also like to see um, stories revolving more around the characters that we know already rather than bringing in more temporary right. characters. Yep. Like, here's so-and-so for this story, then they're going to go off again. I mean, look at Courtney last year. And <laughs> what was it? Darren, was that the guy's name? Let, let's. There's already, as you said, a huge cast. Give them something to do. Um, I think I'd like to see Max and Sabrina stay together. I really hope we get to see more Gav because I think he's fantastic. Sabrina and Gav Very, are brilliant. Both of them have been far too underused. In, in, often when they bring in characters, they like to throw them into something big. They haven't done that yet with those two. I really hope that this is the year for them. I'd love there to be a big unexpected character return that the press pay attention to. Something to say, oh, look, Corey's still got it. Look who we got, look who we managed to entice back. Don't know who, but I'd like I'd love that to happen because we've got lots and lots of returns. Just in the past few weeks, we've had well, just Linda recently. We've had um, Damon. We've had Harvey. We've had Bethany. I suppose she's the big one, really. But I I want I want to go. I want to go bigger. I'd really love, and I don't think this is going to happen, but hey, this is my prayers, I, to them to start looking into developing the brewery lane area of the set because there's a lot of untapped potential around the back of the factory. Um, I'm not going to stop banging on about that until they do it. Um, I'd like to see, oh, well, that's the obvious ones, you know, more location shoots, fewer spoilers. Come, Let's have some proper big twists that we do not see coming. Time and time again, it's proven that it works to get people excited about your show when when you're not seeing when you're not expecting something because it's not been previewed anywhere. I'd obviously love them to ease off the experimental editing a little bit. We don't need woo woo in our weather field. Um, I'd like to see 
You've got a lot more of these. Yeah, I, I, we did. We didn't see. Uh, we didn't set a number, did we? I, I'll always keep renewing my prayer for a new title sequence. They've had this one far oh, too yeah. long. I never really liked it anyway. It's too blurry. Let's go back to a more classic <laughs> style one. It's silly. We don't need to see wider Weatherfield. Let's see a proper old school. Well, let's not rub it in by showing. Oh, this is Manchester, but you're never going to see it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'd like them to continue to resist putting the box sets on ITVX. We don't need to talk about that because I think we've said enough about that one already. And I'd love there to be something new and exciting at the Coronation Street experience. It's just going to force us to go out to Manchester again to the tour to see whatever it is that they've got on display. And now, there might be more, but I think that will that will do for now. Resist I'm kind of going box sets on. Yeah, you know the the early episodes. Resist it. Yeah, I don't want them to. Oh no, as in as in. So maybe box set's not the right terms. The the early episode the You don't want early episodes available for people to watch. Yes. Why? The, no, as in the early episodes of here's what's coming up this week. You don't need to oh, wait until Monday, Wednesday, Friday night. You didn't want the 60s. Oh no, stick the whole of the last sixty years on ITV. I was gonna Get say sorry, no, yeah. I think I did say the wrong thing then. Yeah, know what I mean. Okay. No, I don't. That's why I asked you. Well, you we don't know. want previews. We don't want them to put today's episode on at six o'clock in the morning. No, we do not want that. I've had many reasons why that would be stupid, but they're going to do Wouldn't it. Wouldn't anyway. work for we us. Yeah, they're going to do it. Right. Predictions then, Gemma. Enter the actual, what do we think is going to happen in just you know, a few few bullet points, where these stories going to take us. Um, what, 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 what do we okay. think? I think the focus is going to be on Shona and David... Do you? Oh, I do hope so. Sarah, Adam and Damon. Mm, I, I think These it are is. predictions. These aren't necessarily what I want. Mm. And Maria and Gary. And I think there's going to be some kind of medical issue. Maybe I think menopause or some kind of thing for Maria. We had a little bit of menopausy for Faye just last know, year, they didn't we? It. They did flub that. They, they gave it her. Didn't really see much of it. And then she, then she flounced no off. No one could relate to it at all. Um, so yeah, the way they did it. You, you reckon that it's time for the Platts to come to the forefront? Platts the, and Gary and Maria, because I, I, you know. Do you think that Gary and Maria might get involved with Damon? You know, with Maria as in a councillor role, is he going to try and get a bit from the council? And, and Gary with his bad boy, is it going <laughs> to bad boy duel? Yeah, right. One of the people who are having an affair will get pregnant. So Bethany, uh, Sarah, or Nina. Right. Oh, so one of the people currently having an affair. Yeah. But Bethany, who's Bethany having a? Oh, I suppose Daniel. just having a having a bit of a sleep about. With, so you reckon Bethany's going to get pregnant or Sarah or Nina? Ni- oh, or Nina with Artie. Yeah. If that carries on, it seems like it was maybe a one-off. But these uh, are just predictions. No, no, that's okay. Asha and Nina are going to break up, which already happened. <laughs> and Artie and Amy get together. Paul will not choose to go with the sister dying, but something will happen to make him die sooner. But Gas will make an investigation, and then because she remembers him, he will make an investigation. Doctor Gaddis. Oh, okay. So tell me about that. There, you're rushing through these. We've got I some am. good predictions here. These but, are just predictions. Yeah, I know. But what does ta- mean? I know what how it's going to happen. So you, so you think he's, he's not going to go down the assisted dying route? Yeah. Why do you think that? Because it's too depressing. You think it's because it's already been done. I think. Because I, they've done a lot of, I think they've done enough talking about it to have justified you to think about it, but then there'll be a twist. They have done a fairly good job, I think, over the past week or so of showing why it's natural for Paul to want this or for why we should be saying, oh, okay, Paul, if this is what you want. But I think, like going into my prayers, that Paul gets a, a feel-good ending. You're right, I think maybe... 
they're going to say, well, this would be good, but actually even better would be X, Y, and Z. And then everyone's going to be happy. Because if he goes down the assisted dying route, then you've got the who's going to get in trouble for it or do they just avoid somebody getting in trouble and then it feels like a bit of a cop-out. I I don't necessarily need that. So, okay, that's not a bad one. What else you got? Ryan will return. He and Daisy will get together. Bethany will dump Daniel and Daniel will win Daisy back and they get married at Christmas. Who's getting married at Christmas? Daniel and Daisy. Daniel, do you reckon? You reckon they're going to get back together? Yeah. Why? Because I think that they should. I don't know. This is a prediction. It doesn't mean I think Daniel and Daisy are like Love's Young Dream or anything, but they work better than Ryan and... I think they work better than Daniel and Bethany work and they work better than Ryan and Daisy work. I think so as well. I mean, it feels like that that's going... Ryan's return is completely inevitable. If you're talking about who is a major character with the best will in the world... Daniel, because of his heritage, is a bigger character than Ryan. Mm. So to have Daisy, who I think Coronation Street's put a lot of faith in, who is proving herself to be wildly popular because of the actress, to put her with Daniel makes more sense than to put her with Ryan. Mm. It might not make sense for the characters at the moment, but I do feel that they had a lot of love for each other. It would be a real shame if Daisy, who I genuinely believed her affection for Bertie if that she never had anything to do with them anymore well, I think they made a really nice family for Coronation Street I know characters. I know I think I the, the family scenes that we saw when she wasn't kind of skulking about because she's fancy fantasizing over Ryan I, I felt that there was potential there and you're right with with Bethany with Daniel it just feels a bit he's taking advantage maybe but even though it's not if that's how it feels Dee Dee and Joel will become more serious and it's revealed he has a dark secret. What? These aren't necessarily things that I've worked out what I really think the answer is, but they just it just feels like this is where it's going. There's definitely, there's got to be more to me. Joel at the moment as a character is so you shallow, can, so blur, so nothing. He, there's got to be something there. You can pick holes in every single one of these predictions I've made, but I'm basing them off of Coronation Street, so pick holes in them, not me. <laughs> It's revealed Lauren has been a sex worker and she asks for Max's help to get out of it. And there is a physical confrontation between him and one of Lauren's clients and Max goes to hospital. Oh, okay. I don't know. I mean, even with with Lauren going off to see her boyfriend in inverted commas in the last episode, it feels like a reveal could be imminent. So maybe we won't have to wait too long for that one. But yeah, Max... I wonder whether Max is going to be um, sniffing around Lauren too much and Sabrina will eventually get the get hump from it. it. Because yeah. she was very... Um, she was she seemed fine with Max like cutting Lauren's hair the other day, you know, getting his hands over her. She's She doesn't feel threatened by Lauren at the moment. So it wouldn't... it You know, it's not a, a wild stretch to think that eventually she's going to say, no, hang on a minute. And maybe Max will... Yeah, maybe we'll defend her too much. I, I, too too far, I don't know. Ed sells the yard to Gary and regrets it. Mm-hmm. And Gary fills the yard with crap. <laughs> what, for, what sort? From his furniture business? Yeah. Okay. Jenny and Daisy's theft is discovered by Bobby. Mm-hmm. Who will tell Carla. Okay. Who will make them pay it back bit by bit. The police are never involved. Jenny and Daisy squabble over who is in charge. Daisy pulls a stunt that gets loads of money, but alienates older customers. And Jenny gets mad at her, but then they agree to 
work together. A bit more of a lengthy prediction there. I, I kind of hope that whatever Daisy does doesn't alienate the older customers. because what I, it will be like for two I episodes. Think, okay, okay. I think they've got to be found out. I, I don't know, you know, Coronation Street does plan things many, many, many months in advance. Um, They're not sending Jenny or Daisy to prison. I would I would hope not. There, there's going to be some bickering, like you said, between their, their ideas uh, they've got to be found out, but Bobby's not a bad prediction, especially if it needs to get back to Carla. Um, I wonder how that would happen. But he's got to he's got to have some. I'm purpose, just the ideas he? woman. I'm not the nitty gritty woman. Okay. Cathy gets driven out of the street by Abby and Fizz. Okay. But her departure is not permanent. Okay, so Abby and so when Fizz comes back, yep. Do you reckon that Cassie's gonna Fizz isn't gonna isn't going to be play like, happy families out. with her. No, she'd be like, who are you? Okay. Right. Alia will leave to spend time with Zidane after Stuart and Yasmin's relationship breaks down and Alia gets fed up with it. Oh, well, we do know Sarah is pregnant. I didn't even remember remember that when I was putting my predictions yeah. together. So there's got to be a reason that Alia leaves the street. You reckon just go and see Zidane? Yeah, go and see Zidane, the convenient relative. Yeah. Just like, you know... There are many convenient relatives positions all across the globe. That's not that's not a bad one at all. I hadn't yeah I hadn't considered that. I mean the way that the 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 small amount that we've seen earlier in the past year, she could go off on maternity leave and just not say anything at all. But... I think she's ready to pop, <laughs> so it won't be long. <laughs> Bethany has a secret boyfriend that she's trying to win back, and she's also writing an expose on Stephen's killing spree. Right. Yeah, no, we've seen that she has got some secret, haven't we? A secret boyfriend. Yep. Stephen Tracy... when he finds out what she got out to on New Year's Eve. Steve and Tracy will cheat on each other, mm-hmm. their feelings will get hurt, and Abel will try to intervene and make them realise how much they loved each other. It doesn't work, but at Christmas, one of their boyfriends or girlfriends will dump them, and they will kiss under the mistletoe, but then they will reunite at New Year. So, that's the end of my rocky year for the McDonald's. But they're going to be back. We've together already been before told in painstaking detail by Exposition Fairy that they are on the rocks. Tommy Orpington's come along, so that's Tracy's new squeeze for 2024. Any uh, any particular ideas for who Steve might be? Uh, Evelyn. Get enough with Evelyn. Don't be so ridiculous. <laughs> he possibly he possibly could with Yasmin. Cassie, to be honest. No, Cassie no. would be quite as bitter off, wouldn't she? Yeah, I think they get on all right. He might remind she might remind him of Becky. Well, whose teeth is he more? She more similar to? <laughs> okay, well, I don't think there's anything there that you said that was completely out of the question. We'll come back in twelve months and see whether we were right with it that. It doesn't fit. Like some of these things are not necessarily the most logical, but like knowing what Corey how Corey works, I don't think that they're completely unreasonable. No, no, absolutely. Okay, um, so here's mine then. Number one, whoever takes the producer role, fans aren't going to be happy. (laughs) (laughs) Is that like the easiest prediction ever? Can't make fans happy. It'll be somebody from another, it'll be, look, obviously. There's only, there's such a small pool. It's going to be someone from another soap or it's going to be somebody promoted from within and people will complain we spoke way. about it potentially being Verity McLeod last week I still think that she's very you know she's probably my top pick for who it's going to is be she Verity likely she, yes um, but I, I think that when it gets announced I, I can't think who it could be where there's a unanimous ah oh, brilliant Corey's gonna turn around here and and unless it's maybe an unna- I, I don't can know can I just say something 
Yes. Gem Cox, G-E-M-C-O-X. You're not going to get the producer at role. At gmail.com. G-E-M-C-O-X at gmail.com is my email if you would like to invite me. <laughs> I will be happy to do it for a year for at least £101,000. Okay, well, let's well, we'll see who you your, your pictures first. Quite nice. Would you like that? Um, okay, you said that Bobby's going to find out about the money. <laughs> I think it's Bethany. I think that oh, yeah, investigative she, journalism. Yeah, she's going to do be doing her investigative journalism. <laughs> she's going to find out about the money. She's going to use that to blackmail Daisy because we've already seen them locking horns at the beginning of 2024. That's clearly going to carry on, and they'll be at each other's throats for for a good chunk of the year. But I think that if she finds out about it then um, that will certainly put the cat among the pigeons a little bit of blackmail maybe mm-hmm. especially as the the money technically no not technically belongs to her but it was in her family for a little bit when Stephen took it um I'm not um, sure about that one Michael but okay, okay fine uh that's just my my that's okay understanding that's okay. of the law officer um <laughs> My... <laughs> is that why you've been dipping your hand in my purse? <laughs> um, still on the Rovers, I am sadly going to predict that it will still be fairly empty. Even though I'd love for it to be full, I want it to be the hub, the heart of the community, the new cafe. I want there to be packed with main characters with the odd extra Regulars. in the background. Yep, yep. I think it's not. I don't think it's going to be any different than it was before. I think that people will think, what was the point of having that story where Jenny sold the Rovers for a few months? It had some good scenes of it. We got to see a lot of Sally Ann Matthews. I'm never going to complain about that. Um, But already the... The Rovers is closed. Oh, no, Waterford's it's going to be flat. I'm like, no, it's not. And then, oh, anyway, back to normal. Take a few dust sheets off and it's right as rain. It's like it was never gone. I really think that we're going to be at the end of the year still be in a situation when we're saying, oh, use the Rovers more. That's my kind of one of my negative predictions there. I think that Ryan obviously is going to return. You said that too. And that he and Daisy are going to become an item. I'm thinking that Ryan's probably going to go back to not having much to do with Carla anymore. Yeah. Because he wasn't really involved with Carla at all until the acid attack. We'll see if I remember rightly. He was, De- um, Debbie was more of his mother figure, if you like, with, a, with her being his, uh, his boss at the bistro in the, in the hotel. So, yeah, I think that back, not much to do with, with Carla because she's going to have enough on a plate with Bobby. Um, lots of falling out between Jenny and Daisy in the pub, like you said, that seems fairly inevitable. Um, another one that I think with that, I, I still don't feel like we've got a resolution. Do you remember that time when Toya was in the cafe right. with Carla and Carla made that really catty remark about her? I yes, thought it was, was going to lead to some kind of right. affair with Toya and Peter and it would give Carla a reason to really hate her, but there's been nothing. So I think yes. that that was maybe planting the seeds of something that maybe in 2024 we're going to have <gasps> Toya and Leanne versus Carla. I haven't kind of thought it through any more I'm than that. It. I think having Toya in the... In the bistro, as much as I've not really enjoyed that move, it's meant that we've had more Battersby sisters together. Better, even better if we get Eva back on the show to make that perfect trio again. But yeah, those two against Carla, I think we might see. Um, I do think Abby's going to get a big story again. I think they've just got to. It'd be nuts not to. It's not just a prayer. It's a come on, seriously. But I don't know whether Kevin's going to be heavily involved in it. 
you know, it, we've seen bits Kevin's and pieces with the Cass with the Cassie story, but the strongest. He he he's not the most exciting of characters, yeah. and I think that Abby can do a better story without him sometimes, and I think that that's probably what we're gonna see. Here's he's a, a great actor though. Oh yeah, Michael Lavelle's great. I just it's, think that the character's in a bit of a corner. They've turned him into a grump, and they can't get him out of that grumpy rut, can they? Oh, I hate being in a grumpy rut. <laughs> um, right, here's a here's a bold one, Gemma. I think that either <laughs> Dylan or Mason, Dylan, yeah, are gonna realise they're gay. I thought you were going to say we're going to die. No, I think that they're going down that route. <laughs> I think that... You think that the whole thing, the bullying is actually like... Mason's repressed <laughs> sexual urges. I don't think that's all you, Michael, it is. hang on a minute. Sorry, everybody. We watched Salt Burn at the weekend. I think this might be influencing Michael's... No, I came up with this before seeing Salt Burn. <laughs> I, I, I think that... I think Just that checking. Mason, I think it would be a bit of a twist. Is it his eyelashes? No, okay, I just think checking. he's been so kind of hanging on to that. Your dad's gay. Your your you know, oh. hasn't he? Right, yeah, he's yeah, been yeah. using that against, and and that might mm-hmm. be a way of saying oh, I I not don't want to confront my own feelings. Right, and and or you know maybe it's maybe it's Dylan who's saying no, I'm not, I'm not gay. I'm all mad. I'm going up to bed with but what's what's her face? That girl in the Rovers. Remember the other the other month. Uh, I, I, but but they didn't do anything up there. So I'm gonna say maybe both. One of them maybe could they be run both. Together. Maybe Dylan. I'm not gonna put that as a prediction, but I I, I think that one of them might realise they're gay. This well, that's year. my pitch. Okay, okay. Um, Very nice. I I still gonna stick with that. I think that Jim bumped off Shelley. I I think that Todd Jim. is gonna yes. Jim the PA is gonna is gonna is gonna he be killed. turned out to that he right. helped Shelley shuffle off this mortal coil. But I think that Todd is going to tell Moses about Paul's plans. There's gotta be something that's gonna happen from the fact Moses that is a there. good chunk of people know about Paul's intentions now. I was gonna say Moses is there for a reason, but that would be a bit of a frivolous thing to say about Coronation Street and its current I mean, Era. it it completely makes sense for Paul to have a carer in the situation he's in. But the fact that they've given him a character, there's a bit of a mystery with what's he doing over here from... Um, where what? was he from? We Niger? know. He, he said personal reasons. He's not gone so far as to say it was because we, I'm gay. Filling, but okay. we, we're, we, there's some fairly obvious gaps to fill there. Um, Todd's got to be with him for a reason. I don't believe it's just because they want to give Todd so a romantic interest. So your predictions are I, everyone's gay? Well, no, this is not a prediction. <laughs> That's a literal case that they are. But I think Moses is going to find Moses out via Todd. Moses is going to run off with, with uh, Dylan and, and Mason. Yeah. Um, Great. Similar, I'm all for you know, it. on the same line of that story, I'm going to say, I think that we will see. Do I think this anymore? I don't know. At the time when I wrote this, I thought we would still we would see Paul's condition deteriorate more than we thought it would. Because everyone's saying, how's it going to get... They they can't seriously make him do X, Y, Z. They're going to surely have to bump him off soon. Now, we know that he's only got, I don't know, four to eight months left, maybe. Um, But I didn't even expect that they'd go as far with his mobility as as they're doing now, to be honest. Um, So I'm going to put my... Throw it out there that we get to see a very, very... Rapid um, decline. Rapid decline for, for poor. And... Tied into that, I think that Peter Asher is continued to be going to continue to be absolutely brilliant with it. I predict here's my, you know, like my gay prediction for Dylan and Mason. My, 
I think that the last thing that we will hear him say on his speaking machine <gasps> is, God. I love you, Billy. <laughs> There's a bold one. Write that down. We saw him record that. That's going to be his oh, last words. I love you, Billy. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I think pre- that he's going to have a celebration was... of life type funeral. I think it should be, I prefer the old summer, but... <laughs> I think it's a mint. <laughs> okay. <Bang in. laughs> um, oh, Paul. Okay. I think that probably Sarah and Adam together by the end of the year again. It feels like it's just a, a very large bump in the road and things are going to go the back to the status dream. quo after <laughs> yeah. the whole of this. It wouldn't surprise me whatsoever. Because they're um, so beautiful. And again, I also think that whatever may happen between Tracy and Tommy and Steve, I think that Tracy and Steve will be back together by the end of the year. They they, they feel, said. yeah, that you, you did, you, you said that one as well. We um, haven't had many crossovers. No, 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 no. Um, I'm going to say, and I'm going to be, I've had some specific predictions. Here's my vague one. Another character who hasn't really been used or hasn't impressed us very much are going to surprise us by getting a big dramatic story and doing brilliantly. <laughs> like we had with Ryan, yeah. like we had with Paul, and I don't know who it's going to be, but I um, think somebody who we're a bit on at the moment, by the end of the Lauren. year, we're going to be saying, thank goodness they've given them a big chance. This is amazing. Okay, if it's Lauren or Bobby, I will be thrilled because <laughs> I really want to believe in these two characters. Yeah, me the too. actors working really hard. They do not deserve all the criticism just from us, no. Uh, coming their way, <laughs> I, I want them to succeed. I want everyone to succeed. I'm going to say Ardy and Amy lock in for LO Love nomination. They're going to be a couple by the end of the year, surely. It's just da- dilly-dallying around uh, getting to that place. Here's a question, Michael, to consider for the long term. What, Which of the current crop of teens are going to have a baby first? Because some of them is one of them's going to have a baby and keep it. We've had a few close calls for Amy and Summer. We certainly have, but yeah, who's going to be the first one to raise a family? And are they going to do it with a with a Corrie, you know, uh, alumni, or is it going to be a newbie? Mm. Oh, I don't. Know. Could Ardy and Amy be the first Corrie? They still feel a bit young, I know. but they do like to pop them out early. Don't I think I I'm going to say I'm going to say one thing. If you if you're listening to this now, have a baby at eighteen, get over and done with, be free by the time you're forty. It's, um, <laughs> life, yeah, life begins at forty. Um, <laughs> don't listen t- to me. Tied into it's a joke, that, it's a joke. Please don't do that. Tied into that, <laughs> I'm going to say we are going to have a birth this year, an actual <gasps> bona fide baby birth. Oh. Because we didn't have one at all last year. The last baby yeah. that was popped out on Coronation Street was little Alfie, and that's coming up on two years. Yeah. We haven't been two calendar years in Coronation Street without a baby since the gap between um, Sarah Louise and Rosie, when it was like 1987 to 1990. There's always babies coming out in Coronation I know they like to have their miscarriages as well, but I, I think it's going to be time. I think this is going to be the year. Um, I think we're going to have... Um, I think you, you did. You say that Fizz and Cassie are going to clash when she gets back. Yes, I, I, do, I, th- yeah. I think that's that's got to be a issue, and that seems like a very easy one. I think there's going to be sadly continued tragic underuse of Eileen. I'm not sure what's going on. We didn't. We barely saw any of Eileen last year, and I don't think that 2024s. I just got a feeling that it's not going to change. Sadly, um, I'm going to say. I'm going to say Eliza is going to end up staying at number six. I think we'll be... 
I don't I don't know whether we'll do you think we're gonna see Dom again this year or is, have we seen the last of him now he's gone to Germany? Might turn up for like a week and then go away again. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Maybe that just as a to put a put a end to that story we might see him. But anyway, Eliza's gonna be back at number six by the end, I reckon. I think we are not going to get any news of Alina. We've had a few years where we've said, is Alina going to... Do you reckon this year is going to be the year when Alina turns out with Tyrone's baby? I'm going to say no. We've predicted it every year since she left, so probably this year. I'm going to say Rita and Audrey going to carry on working, even though they far past the time that they should have retired. And love interest for Glenda. <laughs> Abby's Abby's into that one. I, I don't think she's into cats, though, Abby, I'm afraid. I don't you think it's time that Glenda got a fella? Or do you prefer do you prefer her as a as a singleton? As just being the, the, the sassy one behind the bar? Do you think that we're gonna do you think we're gonna get more of a, a character development for her? I don't need family? everyone to have a boyfriend or girlfriend. Do you think that would you like her to have one specifically? Do you not think that one of the big things that went wrong with Mary was beyond her crush on Norris making her run after men. Uh so I do I do get a bit fed up with her fancying Adam, I suppose. Maybe maybe a man and would Ben tie- Shepherd. And Ben Shepherd, yes. Maybe right, maybe a man would kind of get in the way of what makes Glenda quite so we bombastic on her own. It just turns it into a own. story about a romance, which is Yeah, maybe there's enough of that. Okay. I'm not going to make I'm not going to say it's not going to happen. Still got it there as a prediction. Not everybody but has I... a story, like, about, you know, lots of people just get married without drama in real life. So, Corey could do the same thing. <laughs> well, we'll just have to see Maybe that. Maybe she could right. date Joel. I've got no more, I've got no more predictions there. I think that I've got a couple of vague ones, a couple of specific ones. None of them are, are, are very lengthy. Let's come back in 12 months and see whether we're right there. Um... Do you wanna do you wanna have a look at a few lists? No, let's let's get our pictures out of the way, and then we'll have a have a go with some lists listener predictions, and we'll have a look at some of ours last year. Tell me your pictures, Gemma. What's gonna happen? What's well, it, what, what, no, this, this isn't a what's gonna happen. <laughs> this is a what would you make happen if you were in charge? This was really hard. Normally, I'm I think I'm better at this, but I feel like my I was stifled. Did you were your were your creative juices not quite flowing? Well, it's because it would it was because we turned it into prayers, predictions, and pictures, and so it made it more difficult. Normally, it's more free. So my pitch for I written, Adam is full of jealousy over Damon coming back to the street and being with Sarah. He, and then I stopped writing it because I I just couldn't be bothered, and that was and then I came back to it and I was like. I don't know. <laughs> well, what could happen? I don't know. I mean, he's he's teaming up with Damon now, isn't it? That this is a thing. There's there's so much that's going on at the moment that I'm not like mega so excited to see where teaming, it's going to go. He's teaming. He's not teaming up with Damon. He's teaming up. Teaming with, up with Harvey. Harvey. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Joel's secret is that he's been giving legal advice to the mob. Okay. Tell me more. But he decides to go straight for Dee Dee's sake. There's a confrontation mm-hmm. and a car chase and he gets chucked off a bridge and dies. That's what you'd like to happen, is it? Just the way of getting... <laughs> so Joel, that would make him interesting at least, wouldn't yeah, exactly. it? exactly. Secret mafia lawyer. <laughs> He's so boring. Right, Bethany's secret boyfriend is actually her editor and she keeps trying to impress him with new stories and getting herself into scrapes by being nosy. Mm-hmm. 
People start reading about themselves in magazines, but it's all under a pen name, until someone feeds her fake, fake information <laughs> and she uh, gets caught. So Bethany's going to be dobbing up all her neighbours. She's going to be writing secretly. like sordid, kind of like Ken, what Ken used to do. Yeah. When he was writing, he kind of wrote about his neighbours and they all got mad. It's yeah. going to be the modern day version of that. <laughs> like on the front of Chit Chat magazine. They also had, um, what was it? But didn't they have, um, Claudia was feeding Ken stories about what Audrey mm. used to be like mm. back in the day. It was about her secret. It was about her youth as a wild yeah. hairstylist and all the raunchy um, yeah. escapades she got up to. So it's going to be like that, but Bethany's going to be the one penning all the uh, yeah, she's going all to be the sordid selling, details. Selling her. But but her boyfriend is the editor, the one she was on the phone to. Yeah, she was like, "Oh, please let me have another chance." Um, Paul will die in a heroic way that gives him agency without it being assisted suicide. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Maybe he jumps off of the bridge with Joel. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know whether he's going to be in a position to do where it's jumping at the moment. I know, this is what might I mean. You might have to get tipped. This is what I mean. When I originally envisaged how would they get out of Paul... Because I never wanted him to sort of die in a bed, like Yoda, or... Spoiler. <laughs> or die like... Yoda disappears into nothing. Or... um. Or die like Haley. So I was like, "What? What could he do?" And somehow in my mind, it kind of melded into that bit where Pat Feeling jumps in the way of Carla and chucks his chips on the floor. I was like, <laughs> "How could Paul do that?" Yeah. The thing is, there's not really many ways you can do it with a motorized wheelchair. That that doesn't kind of slightly come off a bit silly. <laughs> and I'm not trying to be horrible, but it just... I don't know how they could do it now. He could crush somebody with that wheelchair, couldn't he? How could he do it? Harvey's just about to clonk some around the head and Paul wheels off himself off something and splats down on top of it. Or maybe them. he just, you know, he calls attention to somebody and they shoot him or... I really don't know, but it's not my job to work that out. Like I said, gemcox at gmail.com if you want to uh, Nina decides to take her fashion qualification seriously and has a fashion show during the summer and she gets scouted. Oh, a mannequin parade. A mannequin parade. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Bobby. Why, why do you... Um, I quite like to see Nina using more of that because she came in as this kind of kooky arts... Was she an art student? Or yeah, fashion? She, was, she had a room full of weird... Yeah, that's she did. Yes, she did over house. at Richard's house, and and that's kind of just been sucked out of her. And it's like when now she just works at the cafe. Yes, but she goes to college. Yeah, and she, apparently so she's pursuing some kind of fashion qualification. But I want her to, in the absence of being Ash's girlfriend, to actually realize and reinvent herself and and remember who she is, just like Simba did, and stand on her own two feet. And maybe, you know, maybe she goes to Paris for six months or maybe she just gets hired by Carla to design knickers again. Mm. But I want her to become a more powerful and independent character who isn't just Ash's girlfriend. Yeah, she's certainly lost a bit of that over the over the year, for sure. Um, final one. Bobby is really Rob's son, because I know there's been a bit of questions about, oh, is he really... Mm-hmm. What, um, what's Bobby going to be up to this year? Then what's his big story? He has been sent to spy on Tracy. 
Right. Because Rob has got parole and he turns up to win Tracy back. You've got a Rob return uh, Rob, Rob pitch, return. have you? I think lots of people would like to see Mike Bayless back in the street again. And that's why he, like, you know, he's like, what, what does she like? How could I win her back? And so Rob can turn up, you know, in a Rolls Royce with a chicken tikka masala and a bottle of Prosecco, just like she was always dreamed of. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. So if you are listening at Coronation Street... These are street not and predictions you... that are really great. I'm sorry, but... I struggled. If, if this, if, I know what you mean. I, I've gone, gone a bit crazy with mine. Um, but the, the, this is my first prediction. Number one, Gemma, Henry's return. Again. <laughs> Henry's so, re-return. I, I, I think we had this idea back when he left um, and, and when the whole Rovers selling and Newton and Ridley going under happened. But um, basically, my story goes thusly. Mary's next big thing, not Mary, Maria's next big thing it's as a counsellor. Yeah, what's she going to get a knickers and a twist about this time? What's going to be a new thing that she's going to champion for 2024? Recycling. What's the big... No. Nope. Uh, alcoholism. No. Food banks. Yeah? <gasps> Food banks are a George thing. George Banks plays Harry Needham. <laughs> I didn't even think that. All right, so this is the start. Maria is doing uh, doing a food bank. She's setting up because it's something that Weatherfield is severely lacking, and all these donations for the food yeah, bank. They're going imagine gonna... what Gemma and Chesney would better do for the food bank. I know, I know. So we're going to have Freshco are going to be donating stuff there. Fire Ardy, now that you know he's working there, and uh, although he can't oh, fire Ardy, no via Ardy. Oh, okay. Ardy brings stuff from Freshco's to the food bank. Um, Ooh, yeah, but idea. I don't think he's going to be able to persuade Deb to give anything from the food shop. Um, I think that Stu's going to be helping out. Billy will be. I don't know whether Paul's dead at this point. I'm assuming so. But with well, financial, can't donate any. Hmm? That's poor taste. Oops, sorry. Part... Uh... No, what parts of Paul? <laughs> I know we've all enjoyed the society of the snow, in pies. but we're not. So donating flesh to food banks. So food banks set up in Weatherfield. Yeah. Financial woes at number five still rife. So Gemma, as you said, finally decides to go to the food bank. And who should she find there? Down on his luck, Henry Newton. No. Yes. So he's got he got all this money from the from the Newton and Ridley sale, or, or he had, I can't remember, but he ended up coining it in. But I reckon he's like gambled it all away. Oh. Every, everything from his severance package, it's gone. We know that he's not been the most sensible chap. I, I, I think that a, a fool and his money are soon parted and that's going to be what we'll see with uh, with, Je- with Henry. So much to Chen- Chesney's annoyance, Jenry- I can't get any of my names out today. Gemma <laughs> is going to help Henry to get back on his feet first by offering him a sofa to sleep on oh. at number five. Then she's going to get him a job at managing the charity shop. Yeah, managing I don't think Gregory Pope. Paid for that, but okay. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because um, you do as a manager. It's all good experience. You do as a manager. If you work there as a helper, you you don't. It's I, I, a volunteer. I looked this up. Managers at charity shops get paid, How much? and that's why. I say that he's going to do that, and I think that that is rife for comedy potential with him trying to boss Evelyn around. Can you imagine? I love that. That would be amazing. Is it more or less than Coronation Street producer? Because I am open <laughs> for either. Yeah, but there'll be bidding war for you, Gemma. Um, okay, so this is going to then allow Henry to move into one of the upstairs flats with all this Gregory Pope moolah, oh, um, and okay. he's going to learn to be a lot more humble and grateful. And although Gemma refuses to fall for his charms again, he does turn the head of... <gasps> Lauren. 
Biz. Oh. She's back in Weatherfield on a break from Tyrone because she just, she comes back, can't stick living can't with Cassie. So she's like, I, I can't do this. Yeah. But yeah, Henry turns um, Fizz's face. Um, head, turns her face. And the rest of her. Yeah. Towards the sun. Maybe a bit of her hair as well. Evelyn <laughs> is going to find out about Henry's affair with Fizz because Henry is her boss. So it kind of comes out there oh, somehow. Oh, yeah. Obviously a lot of feelings there. She needs to tell Tyrone, but she doesn't want to risk losing her job. So much drama is going to come out of this, I tell you. This is great. In the end, all comes out about Henry and Fizz officially being an item. Gemma. Henry and Fizz. Yeah, Henry and Fizz. It could happen. It could. Imagine. I think that they make a good couple. Gemma loves having Henry as part of the family. Yeah. But Chesney can't believe now he has his rival as a per- as a potential future brother-in-law. So Chesney just wants to get Henry Brilliant. out of his life and now his sister is dating him. That's amazing. So there is my picture of Henry's return. Uh, yeah, would hired. you go for that? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Next one. That makes all of mine look crap. Don't worry, don't worry. It's all right. You, you, this is my next one. You like this one. This is my sixth beater, yeah? We said we wanted a mystery this year. This is my pitch from Arista. Are you ready for this? It's called The Bathroom Bomber. Is this to do with crapping in the toilet? No, it's not. No, it's not. I know you go to the lowest common denominator. Right, so picture the scene, Gemma. It's dark. I'm think- picturing it. You need to hurry up because I'm picturing it's dark. something else. It's nighttime. Probably. A taxi pulls up in the street. <laughs> we hear a cabbie talking to an unseen passenger. going And, and the, 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 the cabbie's like going, yeah, things haven't oh, changed much you. since you were here last. But you're bound to notice a few differences after that many years. Even the Rovers is a bit different now. Maybe you should get that old friend of yours to take you in there for a drink. We don't know who this person who is. is. It? A it's a mystery, isn't it? Bomber. Is so, it a bathroom bomber? Yes, it will be. Let me get. Let me get to it. So we've got a return of a character who we know from this little conversation with the taxi, or from this one-sided conversation that he has been or she has been to the street before. So the passenger gets out the back, you know, long coat, hood up, no idea who this is. POV shot as they start to walk down the street. The Rovers is bustling. The whole street is in Rovers because they're celebrating the sale of the pub going through because don't forget, Jenny and Daisy are still working there without actually owning it properly. I can't remember how it's working. So next cut, an unknown bathroom, Gemma. Now this is good because... We don't know what anyone's bathroom in Coronation Street looks like, do we? Apart from Paul and Billy's. So this this could be anybody's. Still a POV shot. The side of the bath is taken down and an explosive device is put underneath the bath. Yeah? The dial is turned. The bomb is set to explode at a future date. Maybe I know Britain's Got Talent Week, Super Soap Week maybe. The bath is put back to normal. Figure leaves. We've still got no idea who this is. And that's going to be the mystery that sets up the year. One, we don't know who the bathroom bomber is. We know it's a returning character, but we've got no idea who it is. And also, we don't know whose bathroom the bomb is going to blow up in. But what, is it a flash no. forward? No. This is it's the opposite. Somebody has arrived on the street, they've set a bomb to really explode. Because what that would then lead to is months of guessing games. Who's the bomber? Whose bathroom have they left the bomb in? Will it be found out in time? Well, you know someone's arrived. What do you mean? Well, what you know, oh, this person's new, it must be them. That's the genius of it. Because over the course of 2024, we have a slew of returning villains to Coronation Street. Yeah? So we're going to see Mad Maya come back. We're going to see Linda come back. We're going to see 
Kaz come back. <laughs> it's going to be everybody, big or small villain. Terry Duckworth, Grace, Sharon's going to come back. Jade, um, Rob, I've said. You said Rob to come back with yeah, yours. Yeah. So basically, we've got a year of villains coming back, and we know that one of them has put a bomb in somebody's bathroom, but we don't know who it is. Now, in this bathroom scene, they're going to see a few clues in there that's going to lead viewers to say, oh, maybe that's... that." I saw... You know, they use that shampoo. I think that this character would use. There's going to be various clues to make mm. people guess whose bathroom it is. And then over the course of the few months, there's going to be other clues dropped in the dialogue. People are going to say, oh, I hate baths. I haven't got a bath. I've only got a shower. And we go, oh, okay, so it can't be that one then. And then as we get closer to this, this date that we see on the bomb... Um, the, the, the the suspects are dropping off. Eventually, the list's going to get narrowed down to five. So we've got like five potential victims. Each one's got a different reason to be in the bathroom when the bomb's off. I don't know what that could be. So anyway, who gets killed? Are the neighbour's house damaged? Drama. Oh, yeah. Do you like that one? Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's great. It sounds really good. It's You see how that's kind of similar to the sixth story and that yeah. you're kind of guessing? It's like a flash forward, but not. It's just a timer on a bomb. <laughs> I don't know how that, that would really work. But... Why? That's how bombs work, isn't it? You just turn a dial enough yeah. and then there's a giant countdown. Do you like the idea of having a load I of villains it. back? Yeah. Okay. Um, final pitch, Gemma. Something for Bobby. <laughs> what, what am I going to have? have? You, you he said blows you... up in a bomb. Well, maybe it is going to be him in the end. I don't know. So... As we know, Rob is out of prison. I've said that he's going to come back. You said he's going to come back. We all know know. it. So he's escaped again, I think. But he's living on the streets. He's going to the food bank. This is all tied in. He's scrounging whatever scraps he can. There's some close calls when he's almost spotted by Marie at the food bank, but she didn't see him. So having been responsible for setting the food bank up, Maria is kind of going back and forth there. On one time, she accidentally leaves behind the keys to the furniture shop. Yeah? Okay. Because of Gary, he's got them. So Rob swipes them, gets a copy cut, returns them before Maria's noticed. And then, although Gary has still owns the premises of the furniture shop, the business is closed. <laughs> he's got the yard now. He's yeah. not having anything to do with that. So, what does that mean? Perfect hideout for Rob. So he's now got a little base of operations there in the in the in the abandoned furniture shop. He just goes to the food bank under cover of darkness. Another close call maybe when Fizz comes back from Norwich. She goes to check out how old her old how her old workplace is doing. <laughs> so there's been a couple of close calls there for Rob. This is a promise. This is a Bobby story. It's coming up so soon. So it's Bob. It's Bob. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah, gonna yeah. it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. So Fizz is then offered to run a ch- is g- gonna be offered the chance to run the shop herself by Gary because she did so excellently before. Rob worries his hideout's going to be rumbled, but luckily for him, she turns it down because now she's just got a promotion in the factory. All fine for Rob so far. Still hiding away. Eventually, though, Gary decides to sell the furniture shop, and Fizz has come up with the idea in the meantime that she wants to turn it into an outlet store for the factory. So they're going to be making oh. loads of stuff, maybe a few non-nickery things. Maybe Michael's going to come up with an idea for a range of socks or something but anyway they're gonna have a a, 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 it's been so long since there's been a clothes shop on coronation street back in the day you had miami mode and all that so yeah so that's going to turn into that always but before they can open it they need to decorate it 
who's going to be assigned to decorate it. Tommy Orpington's going to be assigned to do the furniture shop. Now, he's in the middle of a wild affair with Tracy. So they think, well, this is a perfect place for us to have our illicit romps. And of course, one time, Tracy is left alone there and discovers Rob hiding out there. Yeah, Tracy and Rob, a lot of history. As she still kind of loves him, and um, uh, she, he's also threatening to blackmail her to Steve because he's found out about this affair with Tommy and she says oh I don't know what to do okay fine I'll keep your location stum here I'm not going to tell on you and also if I do I think you're going to tell Steve about me and Tommy but obviously he can't stay there for long with the new shop opening somehow Rob's going to avoid detection there until nearly opening day when Fizz and a new chief salesman come in here he is it's Bobby He's going to run this outlet store, fresh face from his successful stint on the Underworld marketing team. Maybe they're a bit sick of him in the factory and say, no, no, you go and run this place for us now, Bobby. And then Rob's like torn between, do I introduce myself to my son or do I run? Ultimately, Bobby's going to see Rob first, takes pity on his estranged father and lets him stay in the shop by night. But he can't be there during the day. Instead, he goes into Carla's flat. Bobby lets Rob into Carla's flat. And it's all very tense. Is he going to get caught? Is he going to be discovered? Is Rob the secret bomber? The bathroom bomber? Who knows? I haven't decided that yet. But that's my pitch for a Bobby story that's actually more of a Rob Donovan return storyline. Like it. Very good. Yeah. Okay, so that that's what I would say I would make happen in 2024. <laughs> I that makes sense. Yeah, bathroom bombers. It's going to happen. Well, it's not. That's why it's not a prediction. So, I think we need to go and have a look, see how well we did last year. Do you want to hear about some of our predictions? This is what... I've kind of separated this out into where we were right and where we, we weren't right. Would you like to hear some things that you were right about this year? Yeah, always. You said... And, and, and with all of these, I'm being like, if you were ever so slightly right, the same with me, we're counting it. You said Ryan leaves for 2023. <laughs> he did kind of leave... And you said that Gabrielle would leave. <laughs> and she kind of did as well. So two points for that one as, a, as, as uh, you know, as tangential as it was. You said um, Sarah and Adam would remember that they were going to have a baby. So you predicted paternity dramas for the Barlows. <laughs> you were correct with that one. Um, you said that Abby and Alfie would reappear... And Toya would help them out. Aww. Christmas Day. <laughs> we saw Alfie at the bistro. And Toya it. held Alfie. So you can have that prediction. Great. This is this is what I wanted to change for it this year. Because we made these these um, random predictions. And that were, were rambly on. And we, I've just kind of taken a little bit to it. Okay. You said that... Okay, that Asher would continue to have her paramedic training. It was mentioned. Um, you did say, though, and I like this idea, and it never came true, you said that she'd have a traumatic experience, like at the 2021 car crash that she was in. Yeah. But, um, she's not got quite that far enough into her paramedic training to, to have that yet. I'm going to recycle all the good ones. You said that one of Daisy's parents would turn up at the wedding. Now, you did say it would be her dad. I did say it was her dad. You said that Jenny's dad would turn up, and I still no, think there's Jenny's, a lot of... Daisy's, Daisy's dad. dad, sorry, would turn up. I think there's still a lot of scope in that. But um, you were right that a parent would turn up, just got the Thank wrong you. gender. Um, you also said that you didn't think Stephen would kill Elaine. He didn't. <laughs> and you said that Stephen would start dating Jenny. Yeah. He did. <laughs> um, you said, you said, you you mentioned something related to drugs 
and something related to water with Stephen's murders because you <laughs> yeah. said that he would drug Gabrielle. You were, you were right that there were drugs and I don't think there had been any hints of drugs around 12 months ago when this came out. Um, but you also said that he would have her drive into a lake. Oh. So big body of water involved in one of Stephen's murders. Yeah. You've got to have a fraction of a point for that, Thank I'm going to give you. Yeah, um, you also predicted that Stephen would die after a confrontation with Tim, although you did say it would be a waste ground and he'd fall off of something. <gasps> Hang on, it was a waste ground. I suppose it was a little bit, wasn't yes, it? Yes, it was. I mean, that wasn't his final it wasn't end. His it was ending. No, no, but I, we, you, well, you said that was, Tim would be involved. Was the Ravens not a waste ground at that point? Good point. Good point. Thank I have you. an extra tenth of a point for that one. Thank you. Um, right. Daisy is stalked by her fan and is not with Daniel at the end of the year. There we go. Daisy and Daniel not together under 23. That's an absolute one. Now, you did say that she would leave him (laughs) after he blamed her for a fake Instagram-only wedding. So she was going to do, like, a fake-out wedding just to get the Instagrams. That obviously didn't happen. But but you said that that would go wrong and Justin would gatecrash it. So... You know, you were right that Justin being related to... He did do a bit of wedding gate crashing. Um, You said that Gemma would become a child minder. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. What do you mean she did? Yeah, I suppose so. An unregistered one. You also said that she would teach BSL there. And unless unless that's been going on when the camera's not been rolling. You said that... You said that somebody would get a pet, but they wouldn't be mentioned again. (laughs) So we had... hmm? Freddie? Yeah, exactly. Freddie? Freddie gets mentioned a bit. Also, there was the chinchilla. I don't know whether that happened by the yeah. time you made the prediction. Yeah. So, getting a pet, there's a point. Billy and Paul get back together. I still forget that they weren't together at the end of oh, last year. So, you were right that Billy and Paul would get back together. Yay. You said that it's part of did Roy. Did I say that he would get MND and you didn't six quite. Months to live? You, were, you were so close, but you didn't quite mention uh. the prediction of MND. <laughs> no. Um, you said that Roy would realise how addictive his smartphone was and he'd swap it for a normal old fashioned phone. Correct point. Um, And you also said that Peter would eventually swap his bargey into a motorbike. That happened. It just happened a little sooner than we thought it It would do. It should have happened. So, you know, you got semi-predictions right there. Here's my successful ones. I said that summer stuff would be over by late spring. Pretty much was, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Didn't didn't get seen much. And I said that Harriet Bibby would get arrested. I hope she's rested up in 2023. I said that Stephen would kill Teddy, but I still, I had that great prediction of him climbing up the scaffolding, going in the rover's oh, window and yeah. bumping him off. I, I, you know, who could have predicted a hole punch? And then the bath blows up. No, that's this year, Gemma. Keep up. <laughs> I said that there'd be a body in a roof box and I was pleased with that yes, one. Yes, you did. I was absolutely determined. Did I said it'd be a lane. I said it'd be a lane in the roof box. How did you know? Because you don't just get a roof box for Christmas when there's a oh, when there's a serial true. killing going around. Yeah, that's true. Um, I said that Stephen and Jenny would move in together, but I did say the pub. But hey, they moved into each, for, uh, they with did. each other for a bit. Um, I also said that Faye would go, although I predicted that Stephen would kill her. But I was right that there's an end. There's no Faye on the, in Weatherfield in 2023. Um, I said that Tim would have mental health issues that Stephen, that sorry, that Steve would help him with. Oh, yeah. I said it was depression after Elaine and Faye's deaths, but Steve still helped him out with his with his flashbacks and his uh, post traumatic stress disorder being locked in a boot. So that's maybe a little bit of a point there. Um, I said that Stephen's end would come in Super Soap Week and would involve Tim. Correct. I said that Daisy would stop working at the Rovers for a bit and we see a less superficial side of her. 
did she or did she not stop working at the Rovers for a she bit? She did. Yes, the Rovers closed. I said that she would quit the Rovers after falling out with Jenny over Stephen, but I'm still going to take a point there. Lauren remains in the show and has a classic Corrie de-scalification. Yeah, definitely. Mm. It's on its way to happening. Yeah, mm. I can have on my way to getting a point 10%. for that. <laughs> um, I said that Amy would be the main Corrie teen to feature. Mm. Kind. She, I think out of all the, you know, she had the biggest story, okay. even if it was only a, maybe a short-lived yeah. one. Um, I said that Jacob would be gone. I said that nobody mentions that Toya killed Imran and it's <laughs> conveniently forgotten. <laughs> Imran, hey. Absolutely, exactly. Um, Asha starts a paramedic training as well, moves in with Nina. Yeah, Gemma and, Gemma and Chesney are married by the end of the year and so are Billy and Paul. I reckon that wow. they might have a twin wedding. I predicted Billy oh, and Paul yeah, getting did. married with yeah. Chesney and Gemma, but um, they're both married, so yeah, maybe a point for that one. Um, here's a good one that was I was absolutely right. Um, Kirk does nothing all year and manages to avoid being bumped off by Stephen. Good job, Kirk. Yeah, that happened. Well done, Kirk. You managed it. Um Ian McLeod is still producer at the end of the year <laughs> because we've been like like um, with the with the Alina coming back with a baby, yeah, you got a bit tired year. of that. So I changed it up this year and said that he would be still producer. And you know what he was? He ain't anymore, but it doesn't matter. By the end of twenty twenty three, he was still on that producer's chair. And my final prediction that was correct ish is that Sean would split up with Lawrence for reasons that we'll have oh, probably forgotten God. by the time we review these predictions in a year's time. So let me just test this one out. <laughs> Gemma. Why did Lawrence and Sean split up? Because Lawrence killed his wife and didn't want Sean No, it to was know. not to do with that. So we have because forgotten about why they Sean split up. didn't floss. <laughs> We've forgotten. That's a point for me. Um, and can I, I'd like to call out a couple of notable listener predictions as well, So, uh, which were right. Now, Rebecca predicted last year that Carla and Peter would be split up by the end of the year. Ooh. Very good. Um, she also said, this is a good one, Asha gets friendly with someone when she starts uni, causing her and Nina to hit a bump. Yes. Um, and new girlfriend for Ardy, Rebecca said. I think Rebecca, they're more. those are closer than any of our ones that uh, we're claiming points for, so you can definitely have ones for those. Is Rebecca Ian McLeod? I think she is. Um, Lisa said, Roy becomes a cell phone addict. Yes. And Jared had a good one. I couldn't believe this. Jared in his list of returns, Henry Newton and Bethany Platt. I think... How do you know? I think Ian McLeod is pretending to be several people, which is okay if you want to be our patron and give us money to secretly get your predictions in. <laughs> I say go for it. There were also a lot of other listener predictions for this year that didn't quite come true, so I won't, won't embarrass you by saying them here. But well done to you guys that got those ones right. I got, do you want to hear a couple of wrong ones that we said for last year? <laughs> so if, so right, you reckon that Ardy would leave, and Stu would leave, and Yasmin <laughs> would leave, and Daisy would leave. So oh. um, none of that actually happened. Some you, of those I think some people would prefer more than maybe, others. Maybe, maybe. You reckon that... Um, Didi would date Craig. I don't know why I said that. I looked well, it makes that. sense as a workplace kind of <sighs> no. lawyer, cop. I don't uh, know. No. Um, you said um, you wanted Joanna Lumley back. You wanted Elaine Perkins back on the street was your prediction. Uh, not quite. Well, if she can piss around with Michelle Keegan, she can come on, Corey. <laughs> um, I like this one. People eat ice cream in the precinct and look cold. <laughs> That's true. Sorry, why have you put that under not happened? Did that not happen? Have people been eating ice cream in the precinct? Maybe it has. I has don't any, remember Okay, that. here's my question. Has anyone looked warm 
eating ice cream in the precinct. No. There you go. Okay, fine. You, have you reckon that Damon was going to start a big fire at Underworld and you said that Brian and Ma- Mary would be married at the end of the year. There are plenty more, but... Sorry. You can't win them all. Um, as for me, I was... I mean, this was, I predicted a rape. I just thought that Mike would be, would be doing God. it with Summer. Yeah. I thought that he was going to rape her over the whole baby thing. Um, I also said that Summer would be engaged to Aaron by the end of the year. So I'm barking oh. at the wrong tree with that one. Um, Daniel and Daisy got married, I said. Stephen would be killed at the tip, just to tie him with his oh, whole bin tip. thing. Yeah, oh, to tie yeah, with the bin yeah. thing. Um, Gemma and Michael affair, I predicted, just because I think that would be funny. Um, they, they got maybe one scene together. together. The they really, really do. I wanted. I, I predicted Rosie to return. Um, I predicted... Um, I predicted that we would wonder why they brought Dylan back. Well, actually, Dylan did get a bit of a story in 2023, so good for you. Good for you. Um, I, I, I thought that we would get Tanya Pooley back on Coronation Street. That was my big return for the year, and she'd have a big bitch off with Daisy, um, and she would also try and seduce Stephen. Um, no. Um, I predicted... Uh, what's another good one? Oh, Ryan's found dead at Chariot Square. Because people realise that he's not been in the show for so long and they were just going to bump him off. And also Ronnie is found to have moved away. Um, Alina's back. Carla and Gabrielle co-run Underworld. All these great ideas. Todd returns to work at the florist. Aww. Yeah. Um, Toya and... Oh, this... I like this. Toya and Spider run a juice bar in the old Peking Order shop. Oh. Toya gets sad playing... Seeing Alfie play with Abby in the precinct. Abby, Alfie later goes missing. Toya is accused of stealing him away. Yeah. Actually, it turns out she's on witness protection. So Who's on witness protection? Toya. She, Toya was going to go missing and Alfie was going to go missing. So people were going to suspect that Toya had nicked him. But Toya's on witness protection for various other storyline reasons, which also that. didn't happen. But, you know, you can't win them all. Um, and there's still potential for some of those to happen this year. Um, finally, finally, finally for this episode, I think it's time to see what our listeners wants to happen in 2024. So would you like to have a uh, have a read of some of these? We've got plenty. Thank you, everybody, who's um, sent their predictions in. Um, did you want to see any here that are particularly uh, stand out right. to you? Caitlin reckons that Daisy and Bethany will be pregnant at the same time. Um, maybe both of them... Of Daniels. This, yeah, this was this was also Rebecca's idea. We had a, I think it was Rebecca's idea first, and Caitlin's kind of uh, jumped onto it. that as well. So um, they both they both uh, at hospital at the same time, and he doesn't know who to go to, so he goes to Daisy. Okay, um, but I, then it turns out actually the Daisy's baby's baby is Ryan's. Oh my gosh! And uh, Bethany can't forgive him for for not coming to her side, and also she reckoned that uh, that. Sarah and um, Damon would get back together and mm. that Bethany and Sarah would be pregnant at the same time. She wanted Sarah and Damon to get engaged and Daniel and Daisy. Um, Dev and Bernie to have a wedding, uh, which would be quite nice. And so that Paul can witness his mum getting married before he dies. I like that idea. Just going back to that Daisy and Daniel, Daisy and Bethany pregnant at the same time. I think that that's possibly got legs to it. I, I do think that maybe well, Daisy... Well, I said pregnancy, yeah. Yeah, well, I said we there's going to be a birth. I said there's got to be a birth this year. I, I just feel that maybe... I mean, it's not going to... Then they're not going to ease up on the Daisy and Bethany and Daniel stuff, are they? What with Bethany only just coming back in. So, maybe. Um... She reckons that Todd and Joel are in a secret relationship because... Oh, my gosh. That's a ever good Ever since Joel came to the show, I feel like he's been hiding a secret, which 
I think we all agree with that. I, I don't know how Moses would feel about that. Billy and Todd for one night after Paul's death. Mm. Cassie and Kevin, or at least she will try. This well, reminds yeah. me of what happened with um, Tim and Gina. What? What, where the, the uh, oh, emotionally Gina. unstable yeah. relative sleeps with somebody inappropriate. <laughs> Any other ones stand out to you? She's, she's done loads. We don't have to uh, mention them all. Okay. Um, I think that... Well, Nancy said that Daniel and Daisy are going to get back together again, which would be interesting if that happens. Rebecca, as always, has yep. done tons. I, I can't... They're all on the Facebook group, if you want to. There's some really, really good ones here. Um, she doesn't think anyone's going to get married this year, but she is um, shipping Jenny and Ronnie, Todd and Billy, Daisy and Ryan, Max and Lauren, Asher and... Asher and Isla, what? Um, Summer, oh yeah, I was thinking of, I was thinking of um, Alia instead of Asher there. Asher and Alia. That would be a turn up for the book. Why not? Um, Summer and Bobby, oh, okay. Um, Returns, right, who's Rebecca got for returns? Ryan, Eva, Jason, Robbie, sorry, Rob again. There seems to be like quite a, for for Rob Donovan this year, yeah. Picking up on something. Rosie. I'm a big believer in this a psychic soup that we're all, we're all marinating in and maybe some we're picking some things up. <laughs> Jonathan's still holding out for the Alina returns with toddler for daddy Tyrone. Um, and uh, Steve reckons that Jack's going to be um, involved in the Mason bully storyline. And Turns, he says, Steve says, I'll I, I tell you one of them's going to be. Steve says, turns out that Mason's granddad is an amputee, having also lost a leg, so he has that respect for Jack, and that's why he doesn't bully him. Hang okay. on, what war was this in? <laughs> doesn't matter. Falklands, I guess. Um, what else have we got? Um, Navdeep's always good for a... <laughs> a prediction? Yeah. yeah go on, do you want to share his? It will be revealed <laughs> that Joel hates Coronation Street with a passion... Now, is that the show or the the location? I, I, feel... I think it's deliberately ambiguous. <laughs> he will give Hope a box of matches and promise to pay her if she burns down every business on the street. She does the deed, but he goes back on his word. She takes revenge by setting fire to his childhood teddy bear. Oh, my gosh. A distraught Joel leaves the street, but vows further revenge by promising to return. How silly. With Michelle. <gasps> <gasps> Better not be. Better not be, Navdeep. Oh, um, that's funny. <laughs> Lisa was also talking about Tyrone Jr. coming back. Um, maybe Tyrone Jr. and Daniel Jr. could become best friends, he suggests. Okay. Um, one of Rebecca's storyline predictions, Daisy and Jenny are going to get found out, probably just before Britain's Got Talent Week. This is about the money. Ah, and she's also saying that Bethany's going to have a hand in it as well. Um, at number one, Tracy doesn't have an affair with Tommy O. However, Steve thinks she is and starts his own affair with Cassie. Oh, look at that. See, Steve and Cassie, we're saying here. So maybe there's something Cassie, going on here. Cassie, read us up to no good. Stay away from Kevin, though. Don't want Abby to be upset. Um, we got... There's so much here. There's, I, I'm not reading this I all out, I just want Rebecca. everyone to know that if we didn't write, read it out, it's not because we know that you're, it's going to come true and we want to steal your idea. It's because, we it's because we've credit. been recording for a couple of hours remember now. Get on that Facebook group and have to give it a read. Uh, and give yourself credit. Stu and Yasmin break up. Sarah and Damon get together properly. Eve is coming back. Summer dates Bob. Another summer dates Bobby storyline. Bobby is working. I hope there with aren't Rob. any any spoilers here masquerading as um as predictions. We Bobby don't like that around here. Is working with Rob to bring Carla back to the f- bring Carla in the factory down, but he gets cold feet. 
but there's an accident at the factory and Robbie and Bobby comes clean. Interesting. Okay. We all think Bobby's up to something. Yeah. Um, Vinnie Herrett says relationship Sarah and Damon Ab- Amy and Ardy yeah Nina, Nina and Ardy affair well it's kind of getting there Tracy and Tommy Cassie and Kevin one sided affair breakups for Steve and Tracy Daniel and Bethany Yasmin and Stu we got uh, ex- right exits she's, she's, she's got an axe list Vinny's got an axe list here oh, sorry he's got an axe list I don't know why he said yeah, I apologise um, Simon Craig Beth Kirk Stu Eliza Paul Izzy Aggie Sean Harvey Alia uh, and both big- easily 30 there so oh yeah how are you <laughs> and he's still got Elaine down as a possible return I don't believe it uh, what else we got? Joanne, do you want anything here from Joanne? Take it your fancy. Paul's going to leave around Easter time. It will be an assisted storyline route, but it will be Bernie that Oh, the assisted it. suicide. Oh, okay. So Bernie's going to bump off her own son. And then, because of her grief, she's going to cheat on Dev, maybe with Brian. Oh, no. And then Billy's going to struggle with his faith. Um, and then Britain's Got Talent Week will be something a bit more dramatic than Paul dying, like a storyline with Damon and Harvey. Um, both on screen, Lauren will get caught in the crossfire, and maybe people will feel sorry for her, but I don't know if that's going to happen. Nice try, Curry. Um, Not Lauren. The teen drama with Mason and Dylan and Liam will come to a head this summer, and the bullying will get so bad that Liam could potentially go missing. I don't, the thing is, if Liam went missing, I think the only people that would notice would be Gary and Maria. I think you'd have to keep reminding us viewers, wouldn't you? <laughs> He's never on screen. Ryan's coming back, uh, get back with Daisy, but maybe he'll flirt with Bethany. Mm-hmm. And then there will be a Who's the Daddy storyline. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it could be. So it, lo- it looks like the Daisy Bethany pregnancy idea seems quite popular here with our Facebook group members. Um, we've got uh, no prison or pregnancy storyline, says Carolyn. That's a prayer rather than a prediction, isn't it? Um, oh, Fiona. A boring Joel will report the insider trading and him and Dee Dee will break up and he will leave the street and no one will notice. Possibly, quite possibly. Nina will remember she's actually cool and stop being a clingy, jealous, boring type. That's sounding like a prayer. She will then get back with Asher. Cassie's going to make a pass at Kevin. Mm-hmm. He'll not be able to resist it. Uh, she will keep pursuing him and eventually Abby and Tyrone will find out and Abby will attempt to kill Cassie by tempting her to overdose but then she'll stop her that's not like that one Smug Billy will be strangled by his stupid satchel <laughs> <laughs> and Glenda will be in it more yeah. so we've got a few predictions mixed in with uh, with hopes here thank you everybody I'm really sorry that we've not been able to read out everybody's but we do appreciate them we've, we've read them all and there's, there's some fantastic ones there and uh, I know what Gemma I think between us we've got a few good ideas to keep Cory ticking along for 2024 as well. We could uh, turn the ship around. I tell you, bathroom bomber, bring back all the baddies. Who's the baddie? It's not who's the daddy, it's who's the baddie. <laughs> I only just thought of that. Brilliant. It writes itself. Come on, give me give me something. I can hear Trevor saying it right now. <laughs> um, anyway, we're done. Good job we didn't tack that on to the end of another podcast, isn't it? Because it might have been a bit of a lengthier one. But I hope you've enjoyed listening to our thoughts and hopes and prayers and predictions and everything for 2024 listeners. And of course, it's not too late for you to get your predictions in. Just don't get spoilers and tell us they're your predictions. But yeah, if there's anything else that you think would like you'd like to happen this year or you think's going to happen this year or you kind of know is not going to happen but you want to get out some ideas write in and let us know Gemma conversationstreet at gmail.com that is where you can get to us exactly thank you everybody for listening we will see you at the weekend with our normal podcast episode but until then goodbye from me goodbye bye bye the music for this episode came from podcastthemes.com bye